You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. Hello, listeners. Once more, we are just going to tease you, not with an episode, but with a little bit of an announcement. Hopefully you heeded our advice in the last announcement we put out and you went and checked out our special three-part series, Free and Fearless, the story of the first parole trial. You are completely forgiven if you expected a flurry of Stuff What You Tell Me episodes to then come out. However, we are completely of the school that believes in dashing all hopes before then unexpectedly exceeding any and all expectations. So first, let's dash some hopes. There will not be another Stuff What You Tell Me episode until around late April or early May. We are both currently traveling around different parts of Asia, in India and Sri Lanka respectively. Therefore, at this moment, we are likely either sitting on a beach, looking at a temple, admiring a cow, or sipping on a mango lassi. Possibly we are doing all of those things at once, all the while, rest assured, contemplating both the meaning of life, as well as what enticing topics we are going to get into this year on Stuff What You Tell Me. Now that hopes have been dashed, let expectations be exceeded. As well as working on Free and Fearless, in May 2018, while we were busy procrastinating one day, we had an idea. Since for our day jobs we work doing historical tours of Amsterdam and the Netherlands, we thought, why don't we make a podcast that plays to our strengths? A podcast about the history of the Netherlands. Foolishly, we thought it would be easy. Thought that we already knew it all. Turns out, though, sometimes we are wrong. We actually didn't really know very much. But you'll be pleased to hear we have rectified that. Yes, another massive chunk of the last year has been spent by us researching and writing the history of a region whose influence has always been so great and yet so underrated. The Netherlands is one of those countries that is very well known, yet still relatively obscure on the global scale. Its history is the history of people figuring out how to live in one of the most treacherous areas of Europe. It is also a history that has so greatly helped to shape the world around it from medieval times through to this day, and we feel that more recognition should be given to that fact. The people that today call themselves Nederlanders, the Dutch, tend to look at their history in one of two ways. We have often found that they are either excessively proud of all the ways in which they and the people who came before them went about rising from obscurity to the status of world superpower and so downplay the role the nation played in tragedies like colonialism and slavery, or they completely undervalue any contributions which came forth from their little corner of the continent. Obviously, this dichotomy is a generalization, but in our look at this history, we are aiming to show that things are, as always, much more complicated, and that there are many lessons, both good and bad, to be learned from the study of this remarkable place. 
We aim to present a chronological timeline of events and characters, but which also explores the deeper themes, the trends and the forces which all went towards creating the Netherlands as it is today. If all goes to plan, which, spoiler alert, we're expecting it not to, we will tell this in around 50 episodes. This is a suspiciously round number, which will almost certainly change, so don't hold us to it. In this series, we really don't want to get completely mired down at any point, so if you're listening to an episode and you think suddenly, hey, you just skipped the life of my favourite Dutch count from the 1300s, then you're probably right, we did skip him. But let us know, because after we smash through the chronology to the present day, we are then going to go back and strive to fill in the gaps which we left open. These will be one-off episodes about specific people, events, inventions, voyages of exploration, World Cup final losses, etc. You name it, we could probably tell a story about it. On our website, which you can find at www.historyofthenetherlands.com, you will find detailed show notes, pictures, and maps which we've created, all of which will enhance your History of the Netherlands experience. You can find History of the Netherlands on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever else you get your podcasts. Just search for History of the Netherlands. If that's too difficult, go to our mother website, republicofamsterdamradio.com, and all the links are there. We have just released the first three episodes of this brand new series, and you can expect a new episode weekly as we explore the events and characters which have transformed a boggy swamp into an amazing modern marvel. To get you into the spirit of listening all about this, here's a little brief preview. In the northwest of the European continent, where the rivers flowing from Switzerland, Germany and France connect to the pounding tides of the North Sea, lies an area that, for as long as anyone can remember, has been known as the Lowlands. A practical name for a practical place that would become home to a practical people. Welcome to the History of the Netherlands, where we explore the events and characters that, over time, transformed a swamp into an amazing modern marvel. Episode 1, 99% of Dutch history. That's most of it. In this first episode, we are going to crack on through the period of Dutch history about which there is the least information. Frustratingly, this is also the vast majority of it. People call this prehistory, but as far as we can tell, it's still history. Before we do, though, let's have a quick word about the nomenclature used for this part of the world. The modern country is called the Kingdom of the Netherlands and is comprised of 12 provinces. When this modern country was first established, however, in the 1580s, but which will be covered much further on in our series, they did so as the Republic of the Seven United Provinces. The wealthiest, most populous, and most powerful of these was the province of Holland. Resultantly, even to this day, Holland, which is actually now split into North Holland and South Holland, is often and incorrectly used to refer to the name of the country. 
In the Dutch language, the country is called Nederland. In German, Die Niederlande. French, Le Pays-Bas. And in Spanish, Los Pays Bajos, or something like that. In all these languages, it means the same thing, the lowlands. As a geographic region, this is one of the earliest appellations for an area that today includes the Netherlands, Belgium, Luxembourg, and a northern chunk of France. Lowlander people include Hollanders, Brabanters, Limburgers, the Flemish, and many more. Flanders is today a region in Belgium, but also in France. These were all lowlanders throughout much of documented history. For our purposes, for this series, we are going to stick to the name the Netherlands and also the lowlands interchangeably. But when and where we use more regional names, we'll attempt to ensure that the reasons for doing so are clear. So, with all of that out of the way, it's easy to imagine people who lived thousands of years ago as being stupid cavemen. But we think that's literally a literacy-privileged mindset that comes so easily to us looking back judgmentally at our ancestors who were too busy spending their time hunting and collecting, building families and communities, and keeping it all together in an endless endeavor to survive, rather than having the time to ponce around inventing things like writing. Besides, there aren't many caves in a swamp, which is exactly what the people of the Netherlands would inherit from their very distant ancestors. Over the course of the series, we hope to convince you that the ancient people who chose to go and live in this swamp, which, to be fair, on the face of it, does seem pretty bloody stupid, were actually playing a long game which turned out to be pretty damn smart. Their actions would create the foundations for a culture of pragmatic adaptability that has had and continues to have major impacts on the wider world. You can find History of the Netherlands on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever else you get your podcasts. Just search for History of the Netherlands.